You're listening to the Budget Babe Podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. It's happened to all of us. We have a new decision, chapter or event in our life, and when we share it, we automatically catch the negative opinion of someone else. This could come from a well-meaning friend, extended family member, professor, supervisor, or even a mentor. Whatever your chapter is, whether you're starting a business, starting a new path to financial freedom, going back to school, or starting a family, you're most likely going to hear the negative or basement opinion from someone else at some point in your journey. Today, I'm going to talk about working past unsolicited advice and living your best financially free life here on the Budget Babe Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Budget Babe Podcast. As always, I am so excited to share with you all today. Uh, for Before we get into the topic of unsolicited opinions, I want to start off with a few announcements. So the first announcement, uh, Best Buy might be getting another MacBook back in stock. So I normally record this episode on Wednesdays, I usually have it ready to go by Wednesday. I actually recorded this weekend and found out that my computer was not picking up the sound from my microphone that I got back in December. And I'm just really frustrated because I'm investing in this equipment to give you guys the best quality sound possible for the content that I'm bringing to you all. And yeah, I've had all these technical issues and I don't know, I've Googled it. But there's apparently a lot of people who have issues getting their Blue Yeti X connected to the MacBook Pros. So if you are a pro at the MacBook Pro, let me know what some hacks you might have around this, getting the microphone to work so I don't have to return this computer. But if not, I'm going to get a computer that I know is going to work with the Blue Yeti X because I... I'm just very much dedicated in bringing you guys the best sound possible, the best editing possible, and the best quality possible. And I need my MacBook to work with the Blue Yeti X for that to happen, or else I'll figure out what Windows computer works best. So stay tuned on that one. And if you are a Apple person, just send me a message and see if you've got any tips for me because I've Googled, I've tried everything. I really don't have time to make an appointment at the Apple store in Green Hills. There's maybe two Apple stores in Nashville and they both have long lines. I just don't have time for that. But what I do have time for is a couple other announcements. So Economic now has a website. That's right. So www.eleconomic.com. This is where I will be sharing written blog posts, some more money tips, and even some budget-friendly recipes. So make sure you sign up to subscribe and check the web, the webpage, eleconomic.com. It is obviously in some beginning phases, but I can't wait to share even more content with you guys through the website and this podcast. The other, well, The other piece of news is going to get really, really personal, but since this is a budgeting podcast, I'll go ahead and share it with you guys. So starting last year in April 2020, which was 
right before, right as the pandemic started happening, I made the decision to go completely debt-free, and that's not counting a mortgage, and I'm proud to present that as of today, you know, April 21st, so a little over a year, I've paid over $9,000 in credit card debt. That's within a year. I'm at a zero balance for all of my credit card accounts. I have absolutely no credit card debt, and this happened in a year where my commissions were cut. And my side hustle was closed for the most part. So I also want to say that this did not require for me to go on a quote-unquote beans and rice budget, nor did I have to compromise on any luxuries such as my avocado toast or lattes. I had quite a few of each this year. All I did was simply make a plan for all of my money, design those payment plans, and do them as such as we're able to pay off certain amounts of debt. So Again, I still got to do my splurges, ordering Uber Eats, fixing my avocado toast, going to brunch where I can. I didn't get to do as many brunches this year for obvious reasons, and just making a plan. So my point in sharing all this is make a plan, stick to the plan, and you can get to your financial goals. Now, if you have financial goals that are really personal, but you want my advice, I'm happy to help you with this. My advice on here is free. My advice on the blog is free. I am not a financial advisor, so I'm not going to charge you. And if I was a financial advisor, I would not be allowed to have a blog or podcast. But email me at eleconomic.com at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to give you some advice that I have that is a, a solicited opinion. And before we get into the topic of unsolicited opinions, we're going to hear from Anchor, another way that I invest in giving you guys the best quality delivery of the podcast. Right, we're back and let's get on to the topic of unsolicited opinions. The reason I chose to talk about this today is because every major decision and every constructive decision that I've made in my life, which includes my majors in college, who I dated, where I wanted to live, where I went on vacation, my health journey, and yes, my financial freedom journey, they have all been subjected to invasive and non-constructive opinions from other people, and opinions that did not make me feel too good. So I'd hear sentences like, you're being too picky, or you should stop doing that workout if you want people to respect you, and we'll see. Oh, are you really going to listen to his financial advice, even though he's helped millions of people? It's just not the best. It's outdated. Uh, Do you actually like doing what you do? Do you actually like traveling for work? That just sounds tiring to me, and it just... Don't even get me started on some of my friends who have started families or gotten married because they have probably gotten more invasive, rude, and just inconstructive opinions from, inconstructive, destructive opinions from people who just did not need to be giving them. So I see this on the internet as well. I see this where people would just interject their opinion on someone who made a post, tell them how to raise their kids to vaccinate or not to vaccinate where they should live, if they should move to Nashville or not, how they should vote, or just not even knowing the values of the person and what is important to them, what they're passionate about, just advising them against their beliefs and making them question that. So we seemingly live in a society where people believe that what you do needs approval and validation from others, yet it always doesn't. In fact, I truly believe if you are going to fulfill your purpose, you cannot be a people pleaser and you cannot be the type of person who worries what other people think of them. It matters what you're doing with your life, the impact that you make and what makes you happy, 
not necessarily what makes others happy for you. So to be honest, one of my greatest fears of starting this podcast was I knew I'd be subjecting myself to the opinions of strangers, haters, and strange haters all alike. Some people were going to be coming on you know, my Instagram page, leaving nasty comments. That actually hasn't happened yet, thankfully. But all in all, just after starting this podcast, I just, I've gotten an overwhelming amount of support from my community, from other go-getters in life. And that's because I've chosen to surround myself with a lot of business owners, you know, people that are moving up the corporate ladder and people who are just ambitious and goal setting, just like I am and who are crazy enough to believe in themselves and believe in their impact that they make upon others. So I'm very grateful for that. But in the past, when I have wanted to make big decisions, I have been subjected to negative opinions from other people. So I want to use that to inspire you guys. So while this is mostly a financial podcast and I'm your virtual money coach, I want to kind of think of myself as your life coach as well kind of repeating myself here, but granted, I have met many of you in person and some of you I haven't met and you're not even in the same country as me. So I pray, hope, and strive to bring positive value into your life for financial advice. And this advice here is going to be life advice as well. So in any major decision that you're going to make, you'll most likely arouse negativity from others, but your willingness to shine is always going to be brighter than someone's willingness to cast their darkness around you. So let's say you're planning to start a blog. Someone will tell you that there are too many of those bloggers out there. Let's say you plan to open a business. I guarantee you someone's going to voice how risky that is. And well, you just have a short shot of success on that one. When you're dating somebody, you're going to have a jealous friend that gives you a negative opinion about that or may even try to gaslight you into thinking that you're not in a good relationship when you actually are. If you're starting a family, they're going to tell you you know, what bottles you need to use, what kind of bed you need to lay your baby on, how you need to dress your baby. Just my mom friends I bring up in this episode because they are getting so, so many grief on the decisions that they make surrounding their kid. Well, nevertheless... You should persist. That's a quote from Elizabeth Warren. And speaking of which, have you ever known a female politician that has not been subjected to sexism or picked apart by the media? And that's not being political here. That's not divisive. There are female politicians on both sides that just get the worst comments from. For the case on my new computer, I have a sticker that says, nevertheless, she persisted. Whatever your goal is, always persist, whether you're getting judged from haters on the internet, whether family members are telling you why it shouldn't be a good idea. If you have something that is on your heart and you know is going to make a positive impact on others around you, persist. And speaking of nevertheless, she persisted, that's a quote from Elizabeth Warren and I'm not sure, I'm. this is not being political by the way, but have you ever known a female politician that hasn't been subjected to sexism or picked apart 
I do personally do not. Every time I see a woman running for office, whether she's Democrat or Republican, she's always picked apart by the media. People are talking about the highlights in their hair, uh, one little snafu, misspeak that they had, if they laugh awkwardly, if they're wearing the wrong pantsuit. That is always picked apart by them. They're not taken as seriously as they often should be. And again, that's Regardless of how you vote, I really don't care how you vote as long as it is representative of your values and as long as you have good intentions on how you vote, I really don't care. But it is worth knowing that all female politicians are being picked apart, yet they persist. They are doing what they feel is bringing, making the county, city, state, or you know, federal level, making the world a better place. So that's something to note. I also want to talk about another quote of mine, and that is from my favorite author, Jen Sincero. If you listen to this podcast, you know I love Jen Sincero. She's helped me find my inner badass, and she said that other people's energy is just that, other people's energy. So that is something to keep in mind when you are pursuing your long-term goals. Something else to consider is keeping your love laugh, your bank account, and your long-term goals to yourself. Don't speak them until they are done. I think that is important because your bank account is your bank account. Your money is your decision. It's nobody else's decision. So if you give most of your money to charity, that's awesome, but that's also your business. And when you file your tax returns, if you're spending your money on bath bombs, that's my favorite splurge. That's also something else I refuse to give up this year. But if you're spending a lot of money on bath bombs, spending $50 at Lush, that is your business. Your money is your money and your business. You don't always have to talk about it with other people unless you're seeking financial advice. Your love life, who you're dating is your business. I don't think I've ever dated somebody and somebody from the outside, whether a guy friend or girlfriend, has not given me a negative opinion about them. And guess what? I'm the one that's dating them. It's my decision. But a lot of times I see this with women. They pick each other apart based on the guys they're dating because they're jealous of that relationship. So they want to gaslight them and they think it is a bad relationship when it's really not. It's a great relationship. So you see that a lot. I'm all for keeping your dating life to yourself because I know that is something in the South that women like to pick each other apart about and my long-term goals. I really didn't talk about this podcast until I recorded the first episode. I didn't hint off on the launch. I didn't even, I didn't talk about the website until I launched it. Now my website, I've got a lot of things I want to add to it, but I didn't talk about it until I launched it. So sometimes long-term goals are good to keep to yourself unless you're talking to a coach or the person that you're working with. If it's a, if you're starting a podcast with another person, you're going to communicate that with the other person as well or your spouse. But sometimes it's okay to keep your long-term goals to yourself so you don't have to bring other people's negative energy into that goal. All right, let's get off topic for a minute. Or slightly off topics. The universe works in mysterious ways. I'm doing a podcast on unsolicited opinions, and it may be a little solicited actually, but I went on Facebook and wanted to get information from a lender because I am looking at it buying a house within the year. And I told them that I had some plans to save up for a down payment on a conventional loan. And this person who doesn't know me, know my values, doesn't know that I do a budgeting podcast said, 
Well, that sounds great, but when property values continue to increase, a cash down payment's not going to do much. Okay, talk about an unsolicited opinion. Let's talk about why that opinion was unsolicited. That person doesn't know me. That person doesn't know for sure that property values are going to continue to go up. And the other reason that was not a good thing to say is because it was creating fear. To me, as someone that's been in sales, it looks like that person was using a fear tactic to try to get me to work with them. Well, guess what? I blocked that bitch's number and I'm going to be working with the lender that I've been talking to for the longest time. So there's that. Now, this is going to kind of segue into setting those personal boundaries of your money because yeah, you know as well as I do that societal pressure sometimes likes to dictate your money for you. So in college, or actually in high school, you're told to get a college degree so you can get a job that pays this amount of money and you can be richer than the person with a high school diploma. Well, we find out that that's not necessarily true. There are people with high school diplomas that are just as capable as becoming millionaires, as people with college degrees, as people with master's degrees, as people with PhDs. Uh, You're also going to hear about timelines. Well, you should buy a house by this amount. You shouldn't be so protective of your credit score. Society tells us what kind of car is acceptable. You should be driving an SUV instead of a convertible at this age. Or you should wear these kind of clothes to work. You should only wear this brand. We hear it all the time. You see it in marketing. Marketing is designed to make you want to spend your money. And sometimes spending the most money doesn't always give you the best product. I found that out with makeup. I found that out with clothing. I have clothes that I bought at TJ Maxx that have lasted longer than the clothes I bought at Banana Republic. It's just how it is. So you should never let someone or society tell you how to spend your money. And you know what? All of this obsession with status has got 80% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. So many Americans are buying bigger houses than what they need. Many Americans are buying the cars that they drive, not for practicality to impress others. And a lot of people in society are going on vacations and just putting them on credit cards and thinking that they're just going to put off paying that back later. But I'm here to talk about living your best life, meaning a life of luxury without breaking your bank. And really, there is nothing luxurious about being in debt. And there is nothing luxurious about letting other people tell you how to spend your money. So why would you not spend your money that is in your checking account for yourself and for your basically taking ownership of it instead of buying things that impress others? Buy something that is fulfilling you personally. And we've all done this, so I'm just going to ask this rhetorically, but have you ever bragged about a purchase that you made just to impress others? I know this because having stuff, the stuff that we have, the things that we have bought, it comes up in an everyday conversation among most people. But once you adopt that mindset of buying what you need and focusing on what makes you happy... And forgetting what other people think of you, well, you're going to automatically have a lot more financial freedom than you once had before. When I made the declaration that I was cutting back on my drinking, now I said cutting back, I did not say giving up. So if you see me with a glass of wine, 
mind your business, but I cut back drastically and I made that announcement. Well, when I cut back on drinking and always made sure that I was able to drive home, so I never have more than two drinks when I'm out and I always space them and make sure that I'm able to drive. But whenever I decided to do that, and I decided to do that mainly for health reasons, I have noticed that there's some friends that I hear from significantly less. I don't get invited to as many places or many events, and there's a lot of people that have pulled away from me since I quit drinking. And yeah, it kind of hurts for a little bit. There's a sting to it, but overall, that's okay because when you make better decisions with your life, the universe has a way of just weeding the wrong people out. So now that I've cut back on drinking, I've made more space in my life to surround myself with other ambitious women that I met through networking groups. So these are going to be women that are also promoting their blogs, their businesses, just what, you know, whatever they are promoting, other women that are in sales like me. And they're just more focused on their goals like I am. I've also met a lot of women on my health journey that are focused on fitness and eating healthier. So basically, I joined them in eating healthier and having a better fitness journey. But in overall, losing the friends that were trying to negatively influence me made space for friends that are influencing me in a positive way, in a positive direction, in a way that is going to more closely align with my long-term goals than my drinking friends. Now, this is nothing wrong with not saying anything bad about my drinking friends. There's nothing wrong with going out every now and then, having some drinks with friends, or letting your hair down, letting loose. But I'm a pretty structured person. I'm an Enneagram 3, so that means the achiever. And my Monday through Friday is dedicated mostly to my 9 to 5, along with working out, meal prepping, and creating some content for the podcast. My weekends are dedicated to my side hustle and also just enjoying myself, going out to eat, paddleboarding now that I have a paddleboard, going hiking, just doing something fun. And then Sundays are for planning and recording the podcast. So blocking off my time as an Enneagram 3, I really don't have time to do something that's going to make me feel like crap the next day. And that is drinking in excess. So that's one of the reasons that I decided to cut back on drinking. And overall, it's led me to a better life. It's led me to better ownership of my life. And it's also allowed me to create more goals. One day, I hope to write a book have it published. I've already written parts of the book, but I haven't started the process of getting it published yet, but I've been able to make more time with that and been able to surround myself with people who are going to encourage that. Overall, what I want you to take from this episode is I want you to consistently go after your goals, whatever they may be. When you're not going for your goals, ask yourself what's holding you back. If you're not where you want to be with your finances, make sure you monitor each purchase you make and think about what each purchase brings to you. Are you spending it to be generous? Are you being generous with yourself? Are you being generous with others? Or are you buying something to please others or protect a certain image of yourself? Keep that in mind. Are you grateful for everything you have? Are you grateful for the car you drive? Or do you feel a little envious of your friend's new Tesla? When you had a housewarming party, did someone make a suggestion to remodel or any kind of comment that might steal your joy? 
just remember that's just their negativity and it could possibly be coming from their insecurity over their home versus yours. Or what other opinions have you had about the part of town that you moved into? Somebody saying something about, you know, the part of town you live in, how it's not as hip, how it's not as up and coming. You know what? Think about it this way. Where you live is making you happy and it really doesn't matter what that person thinks. Um, how about you being happy with your job only to be reminded that you're not a vice president yet? That happens quite a bit. Just remember, hey, what is that person doing with their life? Or are you even happy with what they're doing with their life? Or if you're in a new relationship, only for people to ask you when you're getting married. They're basically gaslighting you thinking that your relationship is not happy or complete until you take the next step, until you get married. And if you get married, you're not complete until you have kids, until you start buying something. That's how people get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses and living paycheck to paycheck. Don't be that person. So whatever it is that you are doing, you're going to be questioned, you're going to be judged, and you're probably going to be talked about, but virtually promise me that you're going to be wise, spend your money for you and your loved ones, and pursue whatever it is that makes you happy, regardless of what others may think of it. When you experience happiness alongside personal success, you're often going to receive pushback from others, and that's because others are not happy. So instead, think of it this way. Think of it. I don't know if there's any Harry Potter fans out here, but remember in Prisoner of Azkaban, and spoiler alert, but in Prisoner of Azkaban, there are these creatures called Dementors. And what Dementors do is they come in, they make everything cold, and they suck the life out of people or out of the wizards. So they suck the life out of people in the wizarding community, and they also suck the life out of muggles too, if muggles encounter them. But the way that you conquer Dementors is you cast your light. So whenever... Harry was found out that he was terrified of Dementors. He was taught how to cast a Patronus and his Patronus reminded him of his father. So he cast that Patronus and that Patronus canceled out the Dementors. That Patronus was pure white light. So whenever you get negativity from other people, just cast your hypothetical Patronus. However it is, cast your light and hope that your light cancels out that negativity. So just think of that. Think about being kind to that person, having compassion for the other person who's got a negative opinion about you, and just casting your light, casting out their negativity. Not necessarily casting them out, but casting out that negativity that can suck you or suck the life out of you, just as the Dementors did. So again, whatever you pursue in life, you're going to get the negativity. Just cast your light. Make sure your light, your pursuit, your joy, and your desire is always stronger than someone else's negativity. And that's all it is, is someone else's negativity. They probably see your success as a failure to them. But guess what? It is not your job to make them happy. You can hope that they also just find a way to basically find their own happiness and be the kind of person who encourages you. But if they're not, it is not your job to make them happy. Your decisions do not apply to them. They only apply to you. All right, MacBook issues again. It stopped recording out of nowhere, but I'm going to go ahead and leave you with my final thoughts. And this is the entire point of the episode. So your only job is to be your best, to manage your finances in a way that works for you. So keep shining bright, keep being grateful, and keep being proud of yourself. People will try to bring their personal darkness to you, and this is just a projection of their own fear, insecurity, and misery. You should still not be afraid to shine. 
the only way you will cancel darkness is by showing them love, forgiveness, and compassion. The reason you want to show them compassion is because you know this is coming from their own hurt and not yours. So we're not here to dim ourselves to peace society, but to bring our personal gift to the world and others around us. As always, we're meant to take care of ourselves as we pursue our best lives. Thank you again for listening, and I hope that you are inspired to persist, shine bright, and share your gifts with the world after hearing this episode. And if you get the reference, expecto patronum.